Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Learn English with Football, a YouTube show that I broadcast every Monday here on Teachers Denek YouTube channel. And as always, we're going to talk about football, specifically the Premier League. And as always, I'm not alone for this. I'm joined by two very interesting guests who are making their debut. They both happen to be, uh, they both happen to be from Ireland as well, which is cool. Uh, we have Radek here. Hi, Radek. Hello, everyone. So, I guess we don't have to ask which team you support because you've got your shirt on. Cut the jersey on. Yeah, I'm a Liverpool supporter. A Liverpool supporter. And then uh, we also have Oisin here. Oisin, am I pronouncing your name correctly? You are indeed, yeah. It's Oisin, yeah. So, um, also from Ireland and um, also a Liverpool supporter? No, no, I'm a, I'm an Arsenal supporter now. Fantastic. So we have got a gunner here as well. And um, I wanted to say a scouser, but you're not exactly a scouser, Radek, are you? Not quite, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you know what? Let's quickly tell our listeners or viewers how we know each other. So first of all, I met Oishin in summer. We worked we worked for the same language school. We were we were colleagues, we were fellow teachers working for a language school in ironically in a, in UCD, right? Yeah. University College Dublin, which is where you are actually studying medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm actually here right now, so still in college today. Fantastic. But your your seminars and lectures are over now. Yeah, you're not They're like yeah. you're not doing yeah, this so. during your lecture or anything. No, no. Um, I'm done for the day. I'm done. I'm just studying uh, at least at night now. I don't want you to be in trouble with your professors. You know. So. Ah, no, don't worry. <laughs> now. Don't worry. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, so. Um, that's you. So another doctor, we, we, we have Nrup, who often comes on this show, uh, an Arsenal fan as well. What is, what is it about um, medicine students that they support Arsenal? <laughs> I don't know. I just think they're, they're probably correct in, their, uh, in their, <laughs> the teams that they follow. I'd say that's probably my analysis of it anyways. But... Okay, fantastic. And Radek, that's also a very interesting story. So as I was actually uh, flying back home from Ireland, um, I got two pints of Guinness, as you do in Ireland, because it's a fantastic beverage. Can't think of any better beverage uh, at, uh, in Ireland, honestly. And uh, even here, like, it's it's really a rare commodity. And um, I did have two pints. And then uh, I started talking to Radek, who was sitting right next to me on the plane. <laughs> Remember that, yeah, Radek? <laughs> I do. On our flight to Prague. Yeah. So uh, basically, yeah, we, we, yeah. You then visited me in my hometown as well, right? We recorded a podcast. Um, that is a podcast. If you guys want to find it, my podcast is called Zdenek's English Podcast. And I have done a really interesting interview with Radek. So check it out. But today you are here to talk about football, about the Premier League, about Liverpool. And I've got a few segments here, guys. Um, the first one is called matches we have seen, and we're just gonna basically name the matches we have seen. That's all. So there were two game weeks, actually. Yeah, we are covering two game weeks. Um, so obviously Arsenal didn't play in midweek because the match against Manchester City was postponed. Um, but Oisin, which 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 games have you seen? So um, I watched a short bit of the game against PSV, which we won one nil. And then Oisin, I... Oisin, sorry, let me stop you. There is something oh. with the sound. Some, there's okay. something with this. Can you Say hear something. me any better now? No, there's like a crackling no. noise. Okay. You might want to um, rejoin. Just yeah, leave, sure. leave and come back again. Okay, Radek, let's carry on with you. So what what matches have you seen? So, unfortunately, the past two game weeks I wasn't able to watch, but I have seen the highlights, so I know the main things that happened over both of them. And do you mean like all games or some of the main games? Or... So, 
just the Liverpool games and then the United Chelsea game also. Oh, okay, very, very good. How about you, Oishin? So, um, can you hear me better now? Much better. Yeah. So, I watched the game against PSV Eindhoven where Arsenal won 1-0 and then I also watched the match against Southampton where we unfortunately drew one all. Um, but yeah, so they were the two main games that I That's uh, right. managed to catch. Nice one. And um, myself, I saw the Nottingham Forest-Liverpool game. Then after that, uh, Manchester City-Brighton. And uh, then the ending of uh, Chelsea-Manchester United, just, just like the last 10 minutes, but that's when the most important things happened. And then I obviously saw on Sunday the Southampton Arsenal match. I also saw the Liverpool West Ham game in midweek. And then probably one more game, which I can't remember right now. But yeah. <laughs> so um, that's that. And uh, my next question, and it's actually a new segment that I've decided to add to the show. It's called The Biggest Surprise. So in this segment, I'm going to be asking you about. Like you're gonna tell me which result, in your opinion, is the biggest upset or surprise? Yeah. So here is the new jingle. So, who do we start with? Um, for me, I suppose the biggest surprise was probably the uh, Nottingham Liverpool match. I kind of expected Liverpool to score three or four goals and I was proved wrong. But there were a good few surprises, but I think uh, such as maybe the Leicester match just over the weekend um, yeah. where they won 4-0, that was a, a good win for Leicester. Yeah. Um, but overall, it has to be Nottingham and Liverpool um, yeah. for me, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to agree with Oshie on this one. It's just been really inconsistent from Liverpool over winning with City, winning against West Ham and then coming to do something like this against Nottingham Forest the bottom of the league Yeah, I have to I'm afraid this is going to be really boring because I picked exactly the same the same game now I'm thinking, is this is this segment even going to work if people always choose the same thing it's the same, it is the same for me uh, the reason being that I thought that uh, the Liverpool crisis was was over, especially after those two great results. Beating Manchester City is no mean feat. And then, of course, uh, you also beat West Ham United, one of the teams that I have a soft spot for. So um, you did that as well. And then you lose against the team that are bottom of the league. So, yeah. Deserved um, surprise. What's it called? Deserved biggest surprise. <laughs> I thought I thought for a second yeah. that it, the name was surprise of the week, but no. Anyway, if there are any people watching us live, I can see there are some people like that. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Uh, please feel free to get involved in the comments. Tell us your biggest surprise of the week. Uh, because we would love to know. And we can even put it on screen. You know, we can comment. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the game week highlights. All right. So, game week highlights. We have to start with Oishin. Because... Well, it's it's actually it makes no sense because I believe the Liverpool game happened the, the day before, right? Yeah, when I think was, that was correct. Yeah, that was the first game of uh, Saturday. Sorry, so normally, but... normally we would go in chronological order, but uh, we have to deal with the Arsenal game because Oisin has uh, an issue with his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apologies. Um, I That's suppose. Right. For me, the biggest surprise, um, the biggest surprise was dead. Oh, what, sorry, what was the question? Sorry, it was the biggest. <laughs> I didn't even ask one yet. <laughs> the sorry. question is, uh, uh, we we are so we're gonna talk about the. I didn't even ask the question, right? <laughs> I put you on the spot there. Um, I would like to dis. I would like us to discuss the 
the the, Ar- the Southampton Arsenal game. So my first question is, I guess, what did you expect going into that game? Um, I suppose it's always difficult in the Premier League playing when you're on the road, when you're playing away from home. Um, but I was still expecting maybe an Arsenal victory, um, hoping for maybe a one-two or a one-three nil or a one-three victory to Arsenal. Um, but obviously, that was that didn't come to come to pass. Um, I suppose the the best thing about the game, the highlight of the game for me, was definitely the performance of Gabriel, the centre back. I think he was very solid. Um, Saliba wasn't as as good, but um, overall that was the the highlight of the the match for me. And then obviously the goal was a was a nice start to the game. The goal was what? Sorry, you you broke up there for a second. The goal, sorry, the goal was a very nice start to the game for Arsenal. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. What what did you think would happen, Radek? Arsenal have been very. Very good this season, right? They only lost one game, and apart from that, three points in every other game. So, what did you think would happen, Radek? Yeah, undeniably, they have been great this season, and just to see something like that is again inconsistent from them. But that just shows how good of a league the Premier League is that we can have two such big upsets in one game week. Exactly. I wouldn't say it's such a big upset. I mean, yeah. it's still it's still just a draw, right? Like the same, but yeah, it's still just a draw. Like draw is a draw. You don't lose. I mean, Oshin, is it important that we got at least a point from this, or like would it would it make no difference if we lost? To be honest, obviously, at the end of the day, a point is a point, and the Premier League has been won um, on goal difference. It's been won on everything. Uh, so a point at the end of the day is. Is um, is very important. Every point counts. Obviously, you do need to try and win as many games if you're looking to win the Premier League. Uh, yeah. A draw isn't that much better than a loss in terms of points, but obviously, I think psychologically, it's very important to not come away from a game with nothing. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Um, I thought we. We had showed enough to win the game, though. Like, we sh- could have won it. Um, yeah. Were you a little bit disappointed considering not just the number of chances we had, but also the kind of chances we had? Yeah, I suppose um, I thought Odegaard should have gotten an assist. Uh, like, he he, um, he has some brilliant, brilliant passing from him uh, at times, particularly in the first half. Uh, I was kind of nearly. There were a few. There were a few times that you just were kind of expecting. You were kind of like, how could you have missed? Uh, particularly, maybe Jesus Gabriel Jesus probably should have scored. But yeah. um, at the end of the day, it's it's kind of I suppose sometimes these things happen and the ball just doesn't go into the net, just doesn't cross over the line, and you just have to pick yourself up and on to the next to the next match day. Yeah. Okay. Um, is this the is this the sort of uh, attitude that you have at Liverpool already? That you have to pick yourself up and on to the next match day. So, at this moment, I feel like this season will just be getting to the Champions League level because even though it is only October, you can't be fighting for the league title in eighth position at this stage. So. Sort so of have you written off? Place. Have you written the season off then? I believe so. Yeah, for the league title anyway, with teams such as City and now Arsenal doing great, I feel like the obviously there's still a chance, but the fourth position is a more realistic goal. All right, we seem to have also. Um, we seem to also have. A few comments here, so let's see. Uh, Luke is talking to us. Uh, shit happens. Is that a good term for us for this surprise? Uh, when it's like a, when it's a bad surprise, I uh, you say shit happens. Something when something goes wrong. Uh, uh, does Arsenal have a chance to win the Premier League? Um, that's a good question. I should ask Oshin. I think Oshin, are you there? 
Hoshin seems to be frozen. Don't know if they heat up the, the lecture hall back in UC, UCD. I don't know, but <laughs> he seems to be frozen there. Um, Radek? Uh, um, obviously, do you think after such Arsenal a can win great it? Star. After such a great start, I believe so. But obviously, as I said before, it is only October. So we're going to have to wait and see sort of how the season progresses and where they go from here. But I believe they do have a chance definitely but whether it's big or small i think we'll have to decide after christmas yeah i think the the phrase the phrase to use here is it's early days which is one of my favorite phrases to use exactly. it's early days <laughs> um i believe that oishin is trying to get back in on uh, it says devices not connected so he seems to be one See, he seems to want to get get on, but I can't. It doesn't work, I'm afraid. Oshin, if you are watching this somewhere, we can't let you in. Something is wrong. So, uh, is there anything else I could ask about Arsenal that you could you could respond to, Radek? I wonder. Um, okay, you know what? So. How long do you think this can last? Like Arsenal being top of the league, is it you think? So, let me just have a look at the table now. Yeah. So they have City two points behind them and yeah. Tottenham five points behind them. But obviously, Arsenal have been on a really good run lately with four wins in a row. So, I, if they continue this, I feel like they can definitely stay on top. But we have such a good. Man City team this season that it will be very difficult to sort of fight for the title against them but yeah, obviously there is that chance that we were talking about yeah absolutely okay I was making notes here uh, but I put it as a comment accidentally it was supposed to be a private note what's going on <laughs> okay um uh, my other question is, who do you think will benefit the most from the World Cup break? Uh, that's going to be a difficult one. So, yep. we just have to think of a team with uh, players from nations that won't be getting far in the World Cup. But, for example, from Liverpool, we have Jota, who's injured now we don't know if he will be playing so it's going to be sort of difficult to gauge how tired players will be especially yeah. with a, a unique world cup like this one going on in the winter season so we'll just have to wait and see i guess to to judge that one exactly i think what happened to ocean is that he ran out of battery because he was kind of warning us that it might happen. So I think it's safe to assume that that's what went on. So at least we had Oshin for a bit. Uh, yeah. Today's show is going to be a little bit shorter because as you can see, not only did we have Oshin with the phone problems, but also we were one, one person short anyway. So um, now all we have to do is to talk about the Liverpool game then. Or two Liverpool games, if you want. There was the Liverpool-West Ham game. Did you see that one? Uh, no, I only saw the highlights from both of them. But okay. I believe that Nunez has reached the fastest the Premier League speed of a player exactly. ever, which is quite yeah. interesting. Because yeah. he doesn't, when watching him, he doesn't seem like one of the fastest, but then you are surprised. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised, honestly. I I thought it would be someone like Adama Traore or someone like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nunez. Because, yeah, Nunez hasn't been sort of the best performing player from watching the games. But then when we yeah. look at the stats, when we look at goals per 90 minutes, he is one of the top performers in the league at the moment, if not the top. I'm not sure if that stat is still true 
obviously uh, there was this hiccup of him getting that red card but apart from that would you say that he was uh, he was a good signing for you i'd say cuz even though he's been here a while there's been a lot of injuries a lot of breaks so he hasn't actually played that much for liverpool cuz klopp really likes to introduce players slowly into the uh into the squad unless it's someone like Thiago, for example, with years of experience, who can just be put in straight away. But even players like Fabinho, it took a while for them to be entered in, yeah. not giving them the full 90 minutes straight away. And I believe that Nunez will have the chance to prove himself later on this season. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think uh, he'll definitely be good for you, uh, especially considering the circumstances. Salah not performing, not at his best. Jota, I thought he came back from injury though. Like, didn't he play one game? Didn't he play that game against West Ham? I thought, I thought he did. Let me let me check. Uh, I'm not 100% sure to be honest. No, he didn't. That he didn't play that one. But didn't he play the one before that against City? He might have played against City. So I. Th- was that the one that he got? I remember him. I remember him. I remember he was on. And I was like, oh, Jota is back. Because I knew I know he wasn't available like at the start at the start of the season, right? But then I could swear that I saw him against Liverpool or something. Well I So I I know that there has been a recent injury. So yeah. as of six days ago. Uh, Diego Jota was injured, so yeah, he sustained the injury against playing in the city game, so he had to be there. You go put off on yeah. stretches, yeah. So if if that stays, he will be missing the World Cup. So I'm just trying to find somewhere in this article. Say how think, long he'll be able for yeah, the thing sure. is, the thing is, I it's probably because he wasn't match fit. You know, sometimes when players are not not match fit, this is what happens, right? Because they're just not used to such such amount of um, physicality. And, yeah, especially um, with the level of intensity against a game exactly. such as City. I remember, like myself, like when I whenever I came back after injury, it was it was the time when. I could get injured with something else, usually a muscle injury or something like that, just because I didn't yeah. have those those matches under my belt, and um, I wasn't match fit. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's easy to get eager and start uh, sort of when you come back after a long break to try and give it your all to prove that you're still the same player they were before, and you might just push yourself too hard. Exactly. Right. So, well, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, one interesting thing that I want to point out was how well Salah did when he came on as striker against Rangers. And even though that wasn't his usual position, it obviously played out very well for him. Yeah, well, it it was a different circumstance, though. Like, it was when Liverpool were already winning and they they had a comfortable lead. And honestly, like what Rangers, what could Rangers do? Like, I think they tried to play and then there was a lot of space for Salah. And, you know, he likes space. Remember yeah. the goal he scored against City? That was a brilliant goal, of course. Um, yeah. So do you think he should be played more centrally then? I believe so, because whenever he is, obviously, uh, good things happen for him. Because it might not be that he's having a bad spell at the moment. It's more that like he's not comfortable in the position that he's playing because obviously he's changing as a player with age. So the striker position might be more suited to him. But it is difficult seeing as we do have so many strikers and not so many wingers. Yeah, exactly. Well, but still, uh, we, we expect more from Salah these days. I think um, he knows it. Uh, but um, I think it's absolutely normal, even for world-class players, to have a bad spell. And all you have to hope as a Liverpool fan is that um, this 
will be over at, at some point, and I think it will be over uh, because, especially because he 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 will have that uh, luxury of getting rested, getting himself rested during the World Cup because Egypt didn't qualify, uh, so Egypt won't be at, in the World Cup. So Salah will have plenty of time to recover. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm sure he will be back stronger. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so West Ham game, that was that was decided by that, that Nunez goal. Uh, Bowen missed the penalty for West Ham, so I bet that was a relief for you. But overall, I thought more yeah, or less you, you, you controlled the game, I think, more or less. Uh, could have added another goal, I suppose. Um, but then... Something happened. Something happened on Saturday. Yeah, so that was the first match of of, of uh, Saturday, and it was the one that all three of us labeled as the surprise of the week. So let me remind everyone. I don't think you want to hear it, Radek, but <laughs> as an Arsenal fan, no problem, no problem. Some Nottingham Forest need some points for sure. Uh, they were bottom of the league. I think they. I believe they still are. Let me check that. Um, but the point is, they managed to beat Liverpool. So, what went wrong in that game, in your opinion? Uh, it's difficult to say because, sort of, when Liverpool has an off day, everyone's not performing to the highest level. Even I believe there were two situations where Van Dyke, where She's tried to head the ball. I believe that was more a pass to Firmino after yep. the cross rather than an attempt at a shot. But it was still disappointing for him seeing as like how good he is in the air. It was it actually happened twice. I noticed that he I think it was both both set pieces. Both were set pieces. And Van Dyke got into a fantastic position, a scoring opportunity. And instead of yeah. just putting the ball in the back of the net, he chose to pass unselfishly, you could argue, unselfish play from him, but not the best decisions. So bad decision-making. And I believe he did it twice in that game. Yeah, yeah. Just even to go back to the Rangers game, when players are losing against a team like Nottingham Forest, they question their decisions more compared to, for example, the Rangers game where... Once you're confident, once the momentum is there, it's a lot easier to keep on going. But because they, they might have come into the game with such a mentality that they are winning this game rather than they have to fight for it, that it didn't really work for them. And also, uh, Van Dijk had a massive chance at the very end of the game as well. If you remember that, it was like a header. The keeper saved it comfortably in the end, but it was yeah. very, very close. Yeah. Yeah, quite unfortunate. Uh, for Nottingham Forest, massive three points. Massive three points. A huge lift for them. Yeah. A huge yeah. confidence boost. Because imagine you're bottom of the league and then you beat Liverpool. I know you're not at your best this season, but you're still Liverpool. You're still the only team yeah, that yeah. has managed to beat City. Right? So, like... Honestly, it's a it's a big win for for Nottingham Forest, and I believe from what I saw that that fans fans were were playing their part as well in that game. That's true, yeah, because the Nottingham Forest are on nine points at the moment, so they got fifty percent up their points after winning that game, which is obviously massive, like you said. Yeah, and now they're. Joint last with Wolves and Leeds. If we don't look at the goal difference, so yep. with just one point, they could push into into 18th place, which would be a much better position. Only one spot off. No, it's pretty much open. And uh, like, if you look at uh, how close those teams are, it's going to be really interesting. Even the relegation battle, I think. Uh, there is a there is an exciting prospect of that as well, That's but true. for Liverpool, for Liverpool, a team that would like to get at least, in my opinion, like I mean, you have to say now 
a tight the chances to get the title now are very very small in my opinion but you could still get top four right yeah top four i feel like is necessary even i remember i don't remember how many seasons ago but we barely made the top four and was the second or last uh, or the last match day and yeah hopefully won't be cutting it this close this season hopefully hopefully your goalkeeper won't have to score a goal to secure top yeah, four. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because Champions League football is necessary for a team like Liverpool. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think part of the issue, um, it's like as a, as an as an unbiased observer, unbiased, the wrong word. Uh, I would try to be objective here. Part of the problem is you are really riddled with injuries you're down to the bare bones and there's not much squad depth now so that's the issue there right are you there i thought for the moment that the reason you keep freezing guys is because you are from ireland and it's cold there <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're back yeah you're cracking up there so i wasn't able to hear everything fully What's what's the temperature in Ireland right now? So I check now. We are at eleven degrees at the moment, so not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. Similar here, I bet. But rain for the whole week, so. <laughs> right. So, like injury, injury problems. Klopp, I mean, there was this season. Remember that season when you lost Van Dijk. Uh, obviously, Jota has sustained the injury against the match with Manchester City. Yeah, and then as we, I'm not exactly sure who's back and who's still injured. Yeah, we can just have a look at so uh, injured, yeah. injured players. So we have. Darwin Nunes injured, and then Thiago uh, was ruled out at the game at City, but that wasn't due to anything serious, but just an ear infection. So should be back to to full strength soon enough. And Luis Diaz, obviously. So a lot of the main players are missing. If we just even look at the forwards we have Nunez, Diaz and Jota all with injuries so even yeah it's bringing sort of back the memories from the season where we couldn't even get center backs I wanted to pitch I was about to, to mention so that injuries yeah I was about to yeah. mention that because it it starts to remind us of that little bit right now right it's starting yeah, to remind yeah. us of that um, so seasons like that are always difficult just yeah it's nothing other than luck could it be could it be because of the way liverpool play because there's a lot of intensity to the way they play a lot of pressing a lot of running could it be that if you play like that uh you have to pay the price of get, getting injured at some point yeah that that could be definitely a factor of it but sort of that style of play is what makes Liverpool Liverpool and it's, it's very entertaining to watch it compared yep. to some slower playing teams so I feel like getting rid of that just to get rid of the injuries would make Liverpool one of the mid-team tables even though they are they now but sort of doing that is necessary in modern football that pressing that high work right is just it, something they have to is. do and accept the consequences it is it's just obvious that other teams are a little bit richer than you and then they can afford to have more squad depth and then when something like this happens like look at city yeah they bring on i don't know gundogan or mares and the team is not worse with those players right so yeah that's the difference for liverpool transfer spending is really low nearly a net balance of zero whenever we want to buy someone we have to sell someone 
and it would be the same for Arsenal at this point. I think we, if we, if some of our players, some of our key players got injured, I believe they would, they, we would have similar similar struggles. So touch wood that it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is difficult. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I guess we can leave it there. As I said today, it will be a little bit shorter. If you guys have anything to add in the comments, I know Luke has been think, getting involved. Yeah. Luke the asked, uh, okay, he asked, what about Liverpool? They've been struggling quite. Um, what what do they have to change to get to the top? Okay, that's a really good question, actually. So, Yeah, so obviously injuries are something that we can't change, but I don't know if it's a mentality thing because I'm not in the changing rooms with the players after the games or yeah. is it just general bad luck? It's hard to tell sort of from an outside perspective when you see the team play great football one weekend and then uh, just surprise you with a not-so-great performance the next. So it might be a deeper issue within the squad, but I believe that's just bad luck and not much more than that. And I assume that very few Liverpool fans would be clop out at this point, yeah. Am I right oh, by yeah. saying that? Yeah, I Klopp is one of my favorite managers of all time. So I I don't think I'd ever get to that stage, especially like if you can see that what sort of football he plays, you yeah. can't really hate him. And even if he has one really bad season, you know, I think it should be it should be he should be forgo- forgiven for that because you're almost certain that he's gonna make up for that the next season. Yeah, especially seeing is, what then. Liverpool was before him. Exactly, uh, he's a, he's an excellent manager. I'm a big, big big fan of his as well. All right, uh, let's quickly do our heroes of the week with just two, so it should go fast. So, um, would you like to start, or do you want me to go first, Radek? Uh, I can start. And okay. undeniably, the 94th minute goal by Casemiro, I think, deserves him the hero of the week after such a late game equaliser. Yeah. yeah, Manchester United clinching that, that point, salvaging that point in yeah, the dying yeah. minutes of the match. And did, did, did you see how happy he was when he scored that goal as well? Yeah, yeah. That was genuine, was genuine... Yeah ecstasy there you know yeah, <laughs> from yeah. <me. laughs> yeah that was brilliant um also i i like the way it happened that it that the ball barely it went off the post and it barely crossed the line and it had to be yeah. checked by the, by, by the gold line technology but he was, was already brilliant. celebrating before that. it was brilliant not sure if chelsea fans would agree with me that it was brilliant but i liked it and also <laughs> eric ten Hag. Eric Ten Hag is doing a great job at United. We have to say that. We have to mention that, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's controversy with Ronaldo, but sort of he has to show that he's the boss and Ronaldo isn't. Exactly. Okay, my hero of the week is going to be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to Steve Cooper, uh, the Nottingham Forest manager, just to rub it in a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's. Obviously, if you beat Liverpool and you're, you're managing Nottingham Forest, you have 22 new players. You're still building the team. You're still in the process of building a new team. It's actually a massive achievement, in my opinion, considering yeah. how, considering that Nottingham Forest haven't been playing very well or haven't be, haven't been collecting points. So, in my opinion, he deserves credit for that. For motivating his players and, as we said, Fans were on on uh, fans were doing a fantastic job making a great atmosphere. But the manager is the one in charge, so let's let's give it to him. That's true. Okay. Yeah, yep, you agree, yeah? I do. All right, so villain of the week, guys. 
if you are watching this, tell us. If you've seen the Premier League matches, tell us who your heroes and villains of the week are. So, have you chosen your hero of the week? I hope it's not something like VAR. We sometimes get, get <laughs> VAR here. <laughs> oh, it, it's going to be very personal to me, but I have to choose Awani, the goals curve for Nottingham Forest as the villain of the week. Because obviously, <laughs> he, he took away the two points. Come on. He's a hero. <laughs> How can you be a villain? <laughs> <laughs> not for me, anyway. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. At least it's it's funny. Uh okay, my villain of the week um is going to be and it's it's kind of a hero for me as well as an Arsenal fan, but to be to be more objective, he's a villain Antonio Conte, the Tottenham manager. I know Newcastle are great at the moment. I know they are on a great run. I know they are firing on all cylinders but honestly you have to you have to get at least a point at home against Newcastle you can't let them win come on you have you have like the best by uh, arguably the best uh, strikers in the league Son Kulisevsky and uh, the, the best trio let's say and Harry Kane who scores when he wants as we know so um Antonio Conte I expect more from him. And he lost. He keeps losing these big games. Yeah. He he lost against United. And uh, then he lost against Arsenal, the derby. And now another one, this time at home. So if, if Tottenham wants to take it one step further, they have to start winning these games. So for me, Antonio Conte, villain of the week. Although he's kind of my hero too, because I'm happy. For Arsenal's sake, obviously. Right. Um, do you play FPL, Radek, or not? Uh, I don't, unfortunately, no. That's okay. That's okay. We don't have time anyway. So, you know what, guys? We are not going to talk about FPL today um, because there's not much to talk about, really. I had an average score moved from the eighth place to the seventh place. So, let's skip FPL for today and yeah Radek I guess that will be it I guess that will be it thank you very much for featuring today and yeah I hope you enjoyed our chat I hope this was cathartic for you as a Liverpool fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you very much and, and perhaps next time you are on it will be after a, a, a great Liverpool performance and you will come come on to celebrate a victory or hopefully something. yeah Hopefully not Klopp's sacking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Radek, you take care, yeah, and um, say hi to Ireland for me. I will. And everyone watching, guys, thank you very much for watching us. Um, please do subscribe to the sh to the channel if this is your first time watching, and give us a like. Thanks very much. And now I'm going to do the language corner part. So, Radek, thank you very much for featuring. And Perfect. Un until next time. Thank you very much. See ya. See ya. Okay, so it's just me, guys. I was kind of saying goodbye, but then I realized that I have to do this first. That's right, the language corner, the show that I used to do separately back in the day. It's not really back in the day, it's a few, few weeks ago. But I realized that this will be way more effective and probably much more logical as well. Because you have been listening to the show, you have been hearing us talk, and perhaps there were some expressions that you've never heard before, or you're not sure about, or you would like to practice a little bit more. So now it's the time for me to pick out some of that language. I've been making notes here. And um, yeah, uh, talk about those phrases and items of vocabulary. So um, let's start with this, shall we? I'm also going to put it up on screen. Okay. 
Um, it's always difficult in the Premier League. By the way, it should have been capital P, capital L, because this is the name of the league, so that's my bad. It's always difficult in the Premier League when you are on the road, when you're away from home. So um, I believe that was... Um, I think that was Oshin talking about the Arsenal game. And he was saying that it's always difficult in the Premier League when you're on the road. So if you're on the road, that means you're traveling. You're playing away from home. You're traveling, right? You're not playing at home. So uh, that's obviously... Um, that's obviously a um, good phrase to be on the road when you're on the road. I think it's more colloquial, kind of. And um, yeah, good one, good one. And um, next is the word undeniably, which I believe is a very, very useful uh, adverb. Let's see, undeniably. And it actually means that you cannot deny something. It's 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 obvious. It's um, something that you cannot argue against. Yeah. So I believe that that's uh, that's a word that um, Radek used several times during this show, and he used it in this specific sentence. Undeniably, they have been great this season. I can't remember anymore who he was talking about. But I think it was Arsenal. I've just remembered. He was talking about Arsenal. And um, basically, what this means is, the, the word undeniably means that there is no point or there is no way we could argue. That there is too much evidence that suggests that this is true. So undeniably means you can't dispute that. You can't deny that. Arsenal have been great this season. So far, so good. We only lost one game and we drew one game. Everything else uh, we won, right? A good word, undeniably. By the way, the stress, where is the stress on that word? Undeniably, nigh. The, the nigh syllable is stressed. Good to know because it will uh, help you with your pronunciation if you're stressing the right syllable and make you sound more natural. Next, uh, you have to pick yourself up and on to the next match day. So I can't remember who exactly said that, but I believe it could have been Oishin talking about the Arsenal game. You have to pick yourself up. So this is a funny old phrase of a to pick up. The reason I say it's funny is because it has so many different meanings in the English language. Check the dictionary for, for all those meanings. Put, put the word pick up into a dictionary to see how many meanings it has. And one of those meanings is um, the one that we have in this sentence. You have to pick yourself up and on to the next match day. So another one that could be used here is like to bounce back. You have to bounce back or recover. You have to recover. You have to just forget about the disappointment. You have to forget about the, that bad, bad performance. Don't keep lying on the floor. Imagine you lie on the floor like beaten. You're beaten, so you're lying on the floor. Yeah, And you have to pick yourself up. You can't stay there, right? If you stay there, if you stay down, it's going to get from bad to worse for you. Yeah, You have to pick yourself up. You have to kind of mentally, mentally get back into the game. You have to recover mentally. Or another good phrase of verb is to bounce back. You have to bounce back. Yeah. So just just be careful. There are a lot of other meanings of this phrase of verb. So it depends on the context, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay. Now the next um the next item of vocabulary that uh, I'm going to explain here is also a phrase of verb, and this time um, I think there is supposed to be a question mark. Um, basically, I asked Faradek. That was my question. <clears throat> Have you written the season off then? We were discussing Liverpool and uh, Radek 
sort of admitted that it ha it hadn't been going well for Liverpool. They don't have enough points. And my next question was just to poke the bear a little bit. I wanted to poke the bear. I asked, have you written the season off then? So if you write something off, then you sort of say, oh, well, let's forget about this season and um, let's not let's not worry about where we end in the table, I guess, as long as we don't get relegated. But you know what I mean. For Liverpool, to write the season off, it would mean, for example, to just focus on on the Champions League, but in the Premier League, like knowing that they can't get, knowing that they can't win the title anymore, they could just focus on the other compet other competitions like the Cups, right? The FA Cup and the Carabao Cup and the Champions League. So to write the season off, you can also write off uh, your car if it's if it's if if it's broken or if it's just too old, you can just write it off, you know. Um, and stop using it or just get a new one. Yeah. Uh, did I explain the, the phrase of it? You know what? I'm going to check the definition because I believe I'm not explaining it very well. Dismiss someone or something as insignificant. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much what I was saying, isn't it? Something along those lines. Okay. Let's carry on, shall we? Um... It's going to be difficult to gauge how tired players will be. So remember I asked uh, Radek at at some point um what he thinks or how he thinks the World Cup will impact the Premier League and who will benefit which teams will benefit from the the break and so on. And um Radek said it's going it's going to be difficult to gauge how tired players will be. So for some of you, this verb gauge might be new and um, it's just another way to say measure. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult to really measure it, how tired players will be. It's going to sort of, in this case, I guess, in this case, I guess we are kind of estimating it as well. So it's going to be difficult to guess. It's going to be difficult to uh, estimate it and to measure it. Okay. A nice, uh, nice verb there. Okay, what else do we have here? Uh, he sustained an injury playing against City. So we were talking about Diego Jota, who got injured in that match. And another way of saying that a player gets injured is that he sustained, as he sustains an injury. It's. I would say it's a little bit more formal. Another verb would be to suffer, suffer an injury. You can suffer an injury, you can sustain an injury, or you can just get injured. All three are valid ways to say the same. And moving on from this, we had a follow-up sentence, still talking about Diego Jota. And um, Radek added that not I, sorry, it was supposed to be he. He had to be put on stretches. Um, oh, come on, Zenek. Sorry, guys, I'm multitasking here. And uh, I'm not doing a very good job of that. Here we are. Yeah. So, um, stretches, stretches, I believe the word is, right? Um, yes. Yeah, so it's like, um, how do I describe this? It's it's a thing that people use when player gets injured and is unable to walk, and then there are two people carrying the stretcher. So you have like two, I would say mostly wooden wooden poles, and then there is some piece of cloth in in the middle, and um, canvas let's say and it's used for carrying injured players or okay in war maybe dead people as well yeah so it's it's a wooden frame over which a canvas is spread yeah something like that and it's used for carrying people so stretcher 
or sometimes people just say, I think in this case, people say stretchers. It's a plural, plural noun in this case. So he had to be put on stretchers because he couldn't walk, Diego Jota. He was, he sustained that injury, remember? Yeah, so these two uh, expressions are related. Okay, uh, is there anything else? Yeah, this, this one is a, a good expression. It's an idiom. And when Liverpool has an off day, everyone isn't playing well. So what is an off day? You might be thinking, well, does it mean that they have a day off? Does it mean that they are not working or they, they're not playing? Well, an off day is not the same as day off. An off day, it's, it's a very bad day for you. It's, uh, once in a while, all of us have an off day, right? When, when was the last time you had an off day? Let us know in the comments. It's just one of those days that things are going wrong for you, no matter what. Everything goes wrong. It's just a bad day. Yeah. Bad weather. You're making too many mistakes. Perhaps you didn't sleep very well last night. You know, it's an off day for you. Uh, notice how I'm stressing the, the part off. An off day. Not an off day, but an off day. And um, just to tell you, there is a similar idiom a bad hair day. A bad hair day. <laughs> Yeah, so it has, it has exactly the same meaning. An off day. Yeah? Not, not a very good day for Liverpool. When Liverpool has an off day, it means that they are not playing really well at all. And when that happens, Radek says that everyone isn't playing well. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay. Now, this word is an adjective. And uh, I believe Radek was talking about Nottingham Forest. And he said that now they are joint last with Wolves and Leeds. So if you are joint uh, with someone, it means that you have the same number of points. Some of, some of you thought, some of you thought now, doesn't it mean that someone is going to smoke? No, no, we're not talking about that. Not that kind of joint. This one is uh, an adjective, which means that you are in the same place with someone else. So you could be joined first, you could be joined second, and then it means two teams are in the second place. You're sharing that place. In this case, three teams, Nottingham Forest, Wolves, and Leeds, are sharing the last spot yeah, in the table. So they are all joined uh, last, basically. Very nice uh, adjective to learn, for sure. And we have got two more, and then that will be it for today. Thiago was ruled out for the game against City. So if you are ruled out, I believe you can't play. You're not allowed to play. You're banned, or you just, I don't know, you get a red card. You're suspended, or you get injured. Um, you just You're excluded from that game. You're eliminated from that game you cannot play that game to be ruled out so another phrase of verb a lot of phrase of verbs today uh they are definitely useful useful vocabulary right and the last one i would like to mention here is this one it's very entertaining to watch i believe radek was talking about liverpool the way they play heavy metal football, the, the high-intensity style they have and the one that their manager instills in his players. And it's very entertaining to watch. So if something is entertaining, it is enjoyable. And um, yeah, you just, you, you just enjoy watching that. And um, I just want to point out that you have to stress tain, entertain entertaining right entertaining the stress is on tain and that's it that's all i have for you today i hope you guys enjoyed the show i hope you like the format of the language corner as well i believe this is the this is the best way to do it i can already see it after doing it twice so i hope it works for you too let me know let me know because i would like to have some feedback from you of course it always helps any any creator needs that feedback. Um, yeah, please leave comments if you want to say anything.
Right. Thank you very much for watching. And I will speak to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.